0: Father Conrad is the best priest I have ever met in my life.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to Wednesday Night Dinner. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Wednesday Night Dinner, a Catholic Terps podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hall. And
2: I'm your co-host, Chandler Sheetsley.
1: And we're here today with uh, Dominic Fatsinger. Hey, guys.
2: <laughs> hey, Dom.
1: Um, but, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we're going to start right off with our high-low God moment. So, Ooh. Dom, what do you got for this week?
0: Ooh. What you got? Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think I'll start, you know, start low. Um, I got, like, not a great grade back in a class, and, you know, it's fine. We're just going to bounce back. Um, <laughs> so, not too bad. Uh, high moment was probably i got to see my grandma for the first time in like two years so that was nice got to give her a little side hug COVID safe um and god moment um i got asked last minute to give a talk at a high school youth group and Mm. it was really great um yeah i really had a good time the kids got a lot out of it what was your talk on and it was on prayer and the need for a relationship with Christ.
1: Let's go.
2: That's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Hm.
1: Sweet. Gang, gang. All right, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got?
2: All right. Yeah. So um my low is I had an exam last week. Um, and Gross. I procrastinated studying for that exam. Hmm. A long time. Amen. So much so <laughs> that the exam was at 10 a.m. and I didn't make my equation sheet for it the morning of. <laughs> like, like, you wake up at 7. You have three hours to make it. It, like,
0: uh, yeah, hey, it was just bad. Diamonds are made under pressure. <laughs> there you go. This is true.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, my high this week is that I got to play a lot of drums. So I'm in spring drumline here
1: at maryland oh, nice and
2: yeah. yeah it was just a lot of fun i had a little like one-on-one individual learning session to improve my drumming mm. um and yeah it's just been a lot of fun i really enjoy it it brings me back to my band days because you know drumline is band, and true i've been into that sort of deal in a while so yeah um and then my god moment so since the last retreat um i we had part of the last retreat was silence and so i've been trying to practice that this past week as Let's well go. Um, nice. as well as you know as we've talked about me giving up um music for Lent, Oof. um just like practicing silence a lot and being reminded um in my silence of just different things and a lot of things that i've just forgotten and like mm. i have I'm a very busy person, so mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. things sometimes. And just being reminded of it, um, yeah, it's just kind of great. And, yeah, it's just wonderful. So, um, yeah, that was my my God moment. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah?
1: Uh, all right. As always, starting off the low. Uh, low, it's just been a little bit of a frustrating, like, last couple of hours today. Um, starting off with the, like... Stereotypical cliche Monday of Mondays. Um, day mm-hmm. st- started out like really great, but yeah, just a couple of frustrating last couple of hours, and I'm just feeling a little bit tired. Um, but yeah, my high uh, yesterday was my other roommate's birthday. I think I talked about Emily's birthday <laughs> yes. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yesterday was Kelly's birthday. Um, shout out, and so we went to drafts in Seastone, um, which we brought a cake that said, Kelly, 22, with a heart, um, into Cornerstone, and just hung out and vibed. And that was just really fun, um, mm. just to spend time with people and, yeah, hang mm. out. It was a good time. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And then...
2: Dom <laughs> <laughs> is just vibing here, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, God moment. Um, I went on a silent retreat this last weekend, um, mm. which was uh super interesting um very interesting very good um yeah it was the third retreat in a month uh which was a lot um (laughs) of retreats but yeah it was just like yeah kind of like what you were saying chandler is like yeah getting the silence and then yeah i don't know just really hearing the lord speak to me in a lot of that Mm -hmm. um in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. that i needed uh especially coming off of so many retreats and like, I guess, big kind of louder prayer moments, Sure. Uh, getting into like a quieter prayer was yeah. uh, just kind of a need. And I think the Lord knew that. Amen. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that's probably my high low of the week. So let's get into the uh, content of the episode. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All what right. What is the
2: content of this episode about, Sarah?
1: All right. So Dom, you are a fat singer
0: zinger with a z baby oh yeah
1: <laughs> um and i feel like there's some like like two kind of like iconic things about your family mm. one yeah, me
0: and josh you're right <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i think
0: the only two members of your family <laughs> obviously <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what about fulton
0: oh you're right you're right he's um, the greatest of fat singers but
1: mm. um two iconic things about your family one it's size and two it's schooling. So mm. I guess we're going to talk about those today. Um, so to start us off, how many siblings do you have?
0: Um. So my great beautiful mother, shout out mom, uh, had 12 children and then by the grace of God um, we adopted two more. So there's 14 beautiful beautiful fat singers running out in this world and now many more. <laughs> I think we're on Grandbaby ten or something. Let's so, go. Yeah, we're we're creating oh, yeah. the dynasty that we've always dreamed of. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, in a couple of generations the fat singers will be an army. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's kind of my dad's goal. <laughs> <laughs> Global, domination.
2: Global
1: <laughs> domination. Fair enough. I yeah. respect that.
2: Yeah. So with fourteen siblings, you know, that's a lot. So like what's what's the family dynamic of that then, right? Like between each sibling between oldest to youngest, mm. and between like each of you and your parents,
0: yeah. I mean, it's chaos, but <laughs> beautiful, beautiful <laughs> chaos. Um, the oldest is 32, the youngest is five. So, and it's actually funny, the youngest Bradley is younger than his niece Scarlett, who is six or seven now. So, that's a little bit of a fun factoid, oh. <laughs> yeah how adoption works i guess um (laughs) yeah we're all so pretty big age range but we're all like i mean you have a sibling within a year and a half of you on either side Mm. so everyone's very close um nine boys five girls boys rule the house don't (laughs) let anyone tell you otherwise um boys rule and girls drool yeah that's what they say that is what they say chandler um (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i mean we're all very close you know we fight sometimes. Um, my mom always says your job in life is to make your younger sibling happy and get to heaven. So that's kind of our mantra. And, Ooh. yeah, I mean, that. And also, you don't have to like them. You just have to love them.
1: Oh.
2: That's uh, it's an interesting take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with that, um, I, I've sort of changed my question now <laughs> from do you feel to um how do you fight for attention in your your family
0: there um i mean i'm a pretty quiet guy <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious uh, funny man funny yeah man. that's a straight lie um i mean i am also like dead in the middle so mm-hmm. i've done many things in my life um to gain attention um whether it was just being weird and the loudest which is hard in our family, um, or just, like, getting into a ton of trouble so my mom will, like, pay attention to me, which worked out, you know, she invests the most, and she won't say this out loud, but loves the bad boys the most, so. <laughs> oh, boy. And me, me and the troublemaker children get the most attention, so maybe we've cracked the code. Um, but, yeah, my my my, uh, I don't know, it's, like, oh, my parents do their best um, as far as, like, giving us all attention but you kind of also have your like older siblings who age-wise could almost be your parents doing Mm. uh, a lot of the heavy lifting so you know we don't desire attention as much from our parents because we have so many siblings sure fair enough that's good yeah
1: sweet what was your what's your like favorite thing about being in a family that big
0: Ooh. um Young, when I was younger, I couldn't make friends, so it was fine (laughs) because I just was friends with my brothers and they had to be friends with me. Well, at least (laughs) I thought so, but uh, they had to be. So that's definitely one. Um, But on a realer note, I think just always having someone to be there for you and Mm -hmm. this, like, Mm -hmm. just beautiful I mean, the family is like the bedrock of our society, so just having this, like, beautifully large family that. Will always be there for you no matter mm-hmm. what um and it are always like yeah just willing to do anything for you i mean mm-hmm. our family it's like hey you know alex is moving out and then all the boys show up and help her move out it's like it's kind of this like give and take of like you don't really need anyone else but your family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like a little cult <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, going off of that, do you have a sibling that you feel maybe like particularly close to, and just like
0: why? Um, I'd say growing up, it was definitely um my two older brothers, Joey and Robert. What's up? Because um, we, I mean, we shared. up? <laughs> we shared a room and like my whole life. Um, then they moved out, and I had to give my sister Mary a shot um she became cool <laughs> and so i'd say can confirm yeah mary is really cool mary's yeah. pretty cool yeah so i'd say her and i are the closest um yeah her and i or my brother josh and i because he just is like man he's the man or um my favorite sibling though is definitely uh my brother eric because he's just <laughs> he's a replica of me so how could, I, <laughs> how could you not love him Twinsies. Basically, yeah. You thought it could be worse. There's two of me. (laughs) Watch out, ladies. Double the trouble. (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh. Okay. So, okay. We obviously just have you here, and we can't ask your parents. But Mm. do you know why they decided to have so many kids?
0: Yeah. I mean, my mom took the be fruitful and multiply thing to the highest extent. (laughs) Um, I remember when they well I don't remember I wasn't there. Uh the story they tell of their engagement um my dad is they're up on Sugarloaf Mountain and my dad's like, "All right, Sam. Will you marry me? Who else is going to give you 10 kids?" <laughs> and also, if you say no, I will push you off this mountain. <laughs> oh True story. So obviously she said yes. Um
2: out of fear for her life. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's how we roll. Um but yeah, I don't know. She she came from a big family, so she's the youngest of nine. Mm. Um and she always like I mean, you could ask her, she was asked in like second grade, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" and it was like "be a mom of 10 kids." So she exceeded that number. Crushed her dreams. Good mm. job, mom. <laughs>
2: Let's go overachievers in your family yeah. is what I'm hearing.
0: Yeah, so that's what my mom wanted. I think my dad is just knows how handsome he is, and he's very vain. So he's like, yeah, the world needs more people who look like me. And he also, yeah, has this kind of uh, Genghis Khan mentality if I will destroy the world and take over. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of my dad's kind of side of things. And he also just loves my mom enough to put up with it.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, There absolutely. you go. All right, so on to I guess like the homeschooling side of things because yeah, there's a lot of you and you guys were homeschooled. Um, how does that how does that work? How does how does homeschooling work? And like what what was it like?
0: Mm, um, well, there's a lot of misconceptions I think people have about homeschooling <laughs> that we're all just like in the woods playing with sticks, reading <laughs> Lord of the Rings, riding horses, have no friends. Wait, you know how to read? <laughs> uh, maybe uh, some of us do um, all of these things are actually pretty true um, no offense to the homeschool community but we don't get out much um, <laughs> but you don't need to cause you can just form this little commune of homeschoolers and that's kind of what we had um, so I'd say like my average day in the life of a homeschool boy I thought it was like righteous and I thought people who went to school were wasting their time um, cause I would wake up at 6 my mom would take us to church, because she's a good mom, and I'd come home, I'd run through and like do all the, my schoolwork for the day, what my mom laid out for me, um, and then, which was you know mostly just reading, which is the homeschool bedrock of you just read nonstop, <laughs> and then I would go play from 9am till dark with my friends, who, I also had like six friends in my neighborhood who were homeschooled, so... That was my life, and i it was the greatest. I could never ask for something better,
2: yeah, so kind of going off of that, like the stereotype, like how are you normal right <laughs> well, like how I did mean, you make friends and learn socialization <laughs> skills
0: I don't think if you
2: if you didn't go to
0: school, <laughs> I mean, for one, I'm definitely not normal <laughs> I don't think anyone uh i mean. I may put up a facade of normal sometimes, but uh, by no means are any of us... No, Sarah's like, definitely not. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think my parents did a better job than most of encouraging us to make friends. Like, you can have friends that aren't Catholic (laughs) homeschoolers from your church. And we were like, and that was like a big thing. But Mm. yeah, I mean, uh, we went to like the pool growing up and I was on a soccer team my whole life Mm. and... Yeah, I mean, growing up, honestly, in high school, I had, you know, my homeschool friends, but I had, which was really cool, I had friends from, like, almost every high school in the state, because I was just kind of picking shoes. So, I mean, it's really what you make of it. If you also, like, you do learn social skills having 14 siblings, you kind of have to. (laughs) I think that's (laughs)
2: got to contribute to something. Yeah, there's some socializing going
0: on.
1: (laughs) Just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. So, why why did your parents decide to homeschool? you guys because i feel like that's that's a pretty big task it's kind of
2: the bigger one Mm. right
0: yeah i mean they really wanted well one i mean 14 kids my dad's not made of money um so couldn't pay for private school education fair enough Mm. and uh they looked at the public school education as you know something that was fine but they really wanted to instill in us not just like yeah in moral teaching but like the teaching about our faith and that was honestly most of what we did growing up was just my parents every single day you know our life was centered around our catholic faith in christ um and that was like what my mom did best as a mother was just always like instilling in us like yeah the world tells you one thing it's wrong like you were not made for that you were made for this and just yeah i mean I think we got one of the greatest, you know, there's nothing wrong with a private Catholic education, but I think ours was like the greatest one ever because, you know, it was taught from our parents. So it really meant something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You get that personal connection. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like a continuous thing as Mm -hmm. you're kind of growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so uh, building off of that, like, do you feel you have a greater relationship with God because you were homeschooled and like, how has your relationship changed with God, like, over time going from homeschooling to, you know, college mm. and just, like, a, a general, like, growing
0: up? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, in my life, if I had not had my—this background of the faith— um so yeah growing up it was like we were the catholic family like it was our identity (laughs) um shout out sacred heart and buoy by your heads at the name of (laughs) buoy um which was amazing because there was like most people at sacred heart and buoy were homeschooled so it was like this giant Mm. you'd show up to sunday mass there's 10 15 passenger vans in the parking lot (laughs) so having that you know all my friends were catholic my family was super catholic all i did was hang out with my friends and my family who were catholic so going into you know college i took a deep dive uh, off the edge of the cliff per se of um yeah just falling away from my faith in every aspect but through that like always having you know when i hit rock bottom this amazing catholic family this amazing foundation of a faith even if i had turned away from it where yeah. it was like yeah, when I hit rock bottom, I knew, okay, yeah, what my parents have been telling me my whole life about the love of God and like what we were made to do and our like eternal salvation. Yes, I believe in this and I can turn back to that because it was still in the depths of my heart and I also had the family who was willing to support me and like walk with me in that.
1: Mhm. Yeah. It's like that uh the building your house on like the rock versus the sand kind right. of thing. Mm. It's like yeah. even like Yeah. Even, like, through anything, like, that's still going to be what, like, holds it together. Yeah.
2: And, like, you have, an, you know, if your house is knocked down, like, you still have that foundation you can
0: build it back up on. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that was, that's exactly it. You just nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Sure <There> it is. <laughs> that's, that's my life. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah, my parents were always, like, so Christ-like, mm-hmm. like, my father and his sacrifice, where he gave up so much, like, freedom and money and, dude, I mean, just raising 14 kids. uh, He gave (laughs) up, you know, he gave up opportunities for better jobs so he could work at home to help my mom. Mm. Um, My mom, yeah, literally a walking saint, gave up, like, any pleasures um, and has devoted her whole life. I mean, she spent, this is a crazy fact, she spent 20% of her life with a child in the womb crazy oh my god yeah yeah and then another another like whatever 10 percent nursing so (laughs) she literally like they give their lives to their children yeah yeah your life is
2: that Mm. um
0: and that's just like what they love and they do it in such a loving merciful way um yeah always always pushing us towards christ
2: Mm. yeah well yeah thank you mr and mrs Batsinger, for um, providing the world <laughs> with 14 beautiful kids. Yeah, and There you go. Yeah. Well, otherwise, uh, thank you, Dom, for yes. coming on to the podcast. you have anything else you just kind of want to add about... Yes, words of wisdom. Yeah, Ooh. living with
0: 14 siblings.
1: Or just in, words of wisdom in general. Yeah.
0: I got a lot of words. I'm not sure how many of them are wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just say, yeah, I mean, the world today... If you look at the like that I mean the population is growing, but if you look at you know how many kids especially in America we're having mm-hmm. it's less than it's one point seven per one point seven per family, so that's less than population growth mm-hmm. and I mean we as Catholics, this may sound a little creepy, but have a great opportunity if we're going to have <laughs> all the kids. Everyone will just start becoming Catholic. Like if the if the atheists aren't gonna have kids, why don't we? So, you know, encourage you guys. Fair enough. And it's also fair enough. (laughs) Speak your truth. I mean it's it's beautiful and we have a great opportunity here to seize the day of just having a lot of kids. And if you want, you know, a great community.
2: Arpe Diem. Seize, yeah, the, seize day. the day. If you
0: want a great community to raise your Catholic <laughs> family in, just move to Sacred Heart and Bowie. And that's <laughs> my words of wisdom. If you don't live in Sacred Heart and Bowie, move there. <laughs> and if, yeah. If
1: you don't live in the in, state of
0: Maryland yeah, or yes. in the United States, you must travel. You, you, you must travel. My, yeah. Yes. And have at least 10 kids. Amen. There's,
2: there's something <laughs> special about that area.
0: <laughs> something in the water. That's what they say. <laughs> Well, uh, perfect. yes, that is indeed <laughs> some words. I Whether think... or not they are
2: wise is up for debate. <laughs> Take it and leave it, baby. <laughs>
1: uh, I think it's the perfect. And I think that is the perfect time to uh, close out this episode. Yes, indeed. Um, Dom. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah guys, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. This has been great. Appreciate it. This has been a yeah. absolutely hilarious time. <laughs> 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 I really hope Father Conrad puts some kind of like a blooper clip at the end. <laughs> or <anything that> <laughs> there there <laughs> for were for a
0: lot of bloopers. <laughs> I was saying a lot of
1: profound things. I think there were about thirty minutes worth of like movie quotes just like being like spitfired <laughs> yep, off yep. kind of thing right before this. So maybe those will be tacked on at the end <laughs> And maybe though we
2: also saved for uh future reference in a different oh episode yeah. too
1: um yeah but anyways that's perfect thank you so much dom and to all of our listeners thank you so much for coming back and listening yet another week um and we will see y'all next week
2: yeah see you next week yeah god bless right.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is actually not Dominic Fatzinger. This is uh, Dominic Savio. I've appeared. This is uh, Fulton. <laughs> this is Fulton Fatzinger. Fulton James. Goo goo gaga. Ga. <laughs> I was wondering it's just what. is going to be
1: Tom <laughs> reciting entire movies. I can do that. I can make that happen. Give
0: me a movie. Give me a movie right now. Chicken Little. Oh. Pee 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 pee, <laughs> pee, 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 pee. All right. Dodgeball. Popular versus unpopular. Sir? Yes, unpopular. unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't swing. You got a strike, Joan. That's this big. Take the walk.
1: <laughs> Hit the pig, kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Oh, don't worry. I'm <sighs> not Just give me a can of corn, bag of chips, some ammo. Give I'll me be fine. Ammo, a little water. A little water. Some chips if, the if you have them.
2: <laughs>
1: Are you like Darth Vadering right now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I am your father. I'm kind of
1: upset that we're not recording No, (laughs) that's impossible. (laughs) Who says I'm not recording? (laughs) You're not recording? Okay, we should start this episode.